Hi, and welcome to the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp, and one of the founders of Einblick Consulting. Our goal is to share inspirational stories, tips, and insights from B2B marketers, digital entrepreneurs, and industry experts that will help you to think differently, succeed, and scale your business. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp. And today, I'd like to welcome a guest onto the show who I met through the thriving Ref Genius community. She's not only an experienced B2B marketer, but is also well-versed in the fields of digital marketing, AI, and machine learning. So, Joya Scarlata, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Christian. All right. It's, uh, you know, Joya, it's really great to connect with you again, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So, let's just um, get this party started, and uh, please give our listeners a little bit of a background, you know, and tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, again, once again, thanks for having me. I actually really enjoy your podcast. I think it's great. (laughs) Targeting B2B marketers. Um, So a little bit about myself, I am based out of Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. And I work for a B2B IT service firm known as Intera IT. In our very in our small but mighty marketing team, mm-hmm. so the company itself is based out of San Jose, California, and we've been in business for about twenty years. And we provide IT services ranging from um, QA testing, mobility, cloud computing, big data, what have you. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, I actually did not start off my career in marketing. Actually, far from it, I um, I majored in international relations and economics, so okay. I actually completely different from marketing. Wow. And so I started off my career in that field, in research and analysis, working for a think tank in Washington, D.C. Hmm. And once I got married, I my life changed and I decided I wanted to switch my career path and I found myself in marketing, so hmm. here I am. <laughs> wow, what a story! And uh, Joya, if I may say so, like when you said, like I, when I got married, my life changed. Hopefully, that was for the better, right? Like, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely for, for the better. I'm sure my husband will be listening. So yes, for the definitely for the better. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm sure he'll he'll um appreciate the comments, no doubt. <laughs> Um, no, that's 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 an amazing story, and uh, you know, I'd I'd like to jam on that a little bit further. I mean, like you know, in in terms of your work, uh, you know, why don't you talk to us about a recent project, um, or it could even be a project in the past that you you know been working on that's really motivated you. Well, you know, the the B2B IT, I guess the IT service industry, as mm-hmm. you probably know, it's 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 fairly crowded. Right. Um, so there's a number of companies that are just like us and we're competing for the same type of target market, Mm -hmm. similar prospects and what have you. So being part of the marketing team, I always find it fun. It's not really a specific project, just talking about my work as a whole. I find it fun to create different marketing campaigns and collaterals around our new and upcoming services. So, Mm It's a blast, and admittedly, it's a challenge to brainstorm and find innovative and different ways to cut through the noise 
and mm. to engage with your target audience, with your consumer. And on a personal note, or, you know, on person, I guess on my personal side, I like to admit that I, I like to write, which I haven't had much time for, mm. but I like to research and write about new technology trends, such as AI and mm. machine learning. And I just love to learn all around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's a good thing, right? Because I mean, if it's one thing that this, um, you know, this pandemic or even the crisis, you know, that it's leaving in its wake has, um, has taught us, it's that we have to continue to learn, right? Let's exactly. continuously improve or, you know, the, the one keyword that I find myself using a lot these days is we have to also learn how to unlearn <laughs> as, yes. as contradictory as that might sound, but <laughs> no, absolutely. I think, um, like you said, I think this pandemic has shown me that it's really important to be agile. Um, yeah. We can't really afford to be stagnant yeah. and just have to, <laughs> as cliche as it sounds, go, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, ride out the storm and, you know, ho- hopefully in the process, we we thrive and become better, right? Exactly. Excellent. Um, you know, and, and you you brought it up earlier, so um, you know, I'd like to focus on that a little bit more. Um, so it's the the topic of today's discussion, right? So yes. it's something that you're obviously not just extremely passionate about, as you've rightfully alluded to, but you're also um, I would I'm going to say a subject matter expert in this area. Oh, that's right? so, that's your kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's true. Um, so it's on the topic of artificial intelligence. So you know, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that and how you believe AI has impacted um, specifically B2B marketing. Yeah, sure. Um, so before I talk about how AI um, in particular has impacted B2B marketing, I just wanted to take a step back and talk about how artificial intelligence is impacting marketing as a whole. I think it's important sure. to understand. So Fair enough. when you look at artificial intelligence, there are there's actually a number of ways that it can create value. So namely, it can help reduce costs. It can help in increasing revenue. And depending on the organization, artificial intelligence can help create new lines of businesses. So there's a wide range of opportunities. Hmm. So artificial intelligence, especially machine learning, it's not only helpful when it comes to automating processes that might be a bit tedious and time consuming to do manually, but it can help detect patterns using whatever data you have at hand and even historical data to predict future behaviors. So as a marketer, this is really important. So yeah. when you put yourself in the shoes of a consumer today, it's, I mean, it's a bit overwhelming. You you have a ton of choices when it comes to products and mm-hmm. services. And not only that, you can buy whatever you want when you want. Right. So as a marketer, it's 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 overwhelming. It's you know, you it's almost like you have to be this fortune teller mm-hmm. where you have to predict a consumer's future buying and spending habits. Mm-hmm. So this is really where AI can help predicting these future buying habits and then at scale. Mm -hmm. So when you look at B2B marketing, going back to that, admittedly, AI hasn't made a huge, a 
as big an impact in B2B marketing when you compare it to B2C marketing, but it is getting there. And just as in B2C marketing, B2B marketers can use a number of AI-based tools and algorithms to, this is just a very high level view, but they can use these tools and algorithms to use whatever data that they have to help improve and personalize their marketing strategies. Right. Wow. Let me <laughs> say that again. Wow. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, those are those are such incredible insights. And you know, thanks so much for sharing that. I mean, you, you know, you brought up so many good points, which are, I think, not just um apt for the current situation, but even just moving forward. Because I mean, you know, as you've um, as you've described in the past couple of minutes, um yeah. AI and the advancement of um, this type of technology has actually, if I may use this term, revolutionized the way that we work. Right? right. I mean, like we don't even have to go that far back. Let's just let's just go back ten or fifteen years, right? I mean, yeah. Some of the things that we're doing in 2020, I mean, they were probably even back then just unthinkable. And it's um, you know, it's taken everything that we do as marketers, um, you know, to a different level, and it's you know, it's helped uh, it's helped us to not just scale um, up what we're doing, but it's also helped to make the the work more efficient. And I think uh, to one of the, the other points you made, um, predictable. Exactly, exactly. Right? And whether we recognize it or not, almost all of us, we, we interact with some form of AI almost every day, whether it's yeah. a voice assistant or um, when you look at Amazon with the mm. product, with their product recommendation engine, it's based on, your buying habits. They will yeah. recommend products and what have you based on what you've bought in the past. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's for sure. And I think you also brought up a good point about the um you know about the uh, future predictions and we're going to talk about that later on in the conversation. But um sure. one of the things and I think this next question is going to be a it's probably going to lead to a pretty fun discussion at least for you. Is like yeah. You know, what do you think are some of the most common misconceptions that people have about AI? I mean, are the machines going to rise up and take over the world? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is definitely a, um, I think, a common fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when a lot of us think of artificial intelligence, yes, we do think of Terminator, Skynet, that the rise of machines. And right. I'm not saying that this fear is unjustified, but Mm -hmm. we actually really haven't gotten to this point yet. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's far from it. So um, depending on the time, but artificial intelligence as a whole can be divided into a number of categories. So the, the AI that we actually see around us, the AI that we interact with, it's actually known as artificial narrow intelligence or quote unquote weak AI. Okay. So this type of AI actually it's it's a it's perform it, it's programmed to perform a very singular task. So mm. it's it could be checking the weather or performing a math calculation. So mm. the, these systems are out, um they they work in a very narrow set of um, limitations or constraints. Mm-hmm. So they don't, so it's not advanced enough to really mimic or replicate human intelligence. Right. So it seems smart, but it's, it's not there yet. You, you know, mm. human 
cognition, how the brain thinks is it's actually a very complex tool. It's it's complex. Mm. And we haven't really, I don't think we've really gotten there yet. So there's other types of um, AI, such as artificial general intelligence and artificial super intelligence, but we haven't reached this point. It's a very hypothetical scenario where um, AI systems can mimic, can can think, can act, can learn like a human, but we really haven't gotten to that point yet. Right. So that's that's I think one misconception. Um, another misconception, again, I don't know if I would call it that, but it's a, more of a fear, mm-hmm. is that you know as AI continues to play this increased role in our lives and changing industries across the board. There, the question arises, what does this mean for jobs? Right. So there's this belief that AI will take a number of jobs away from humans. And mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying that it's unjustified, yeah. but AI, I think I as mentioned before, it, it's helpful when it comes to automating different processes. So it is possible and probably likely that the, I can't find a good word for this, but like, the low skilled jobs, Mm -hmm. they may become redundant. Mm -hmm. And, but on the flip side, you can look at AI as an opportunity. It it can help us and businesses alike to help better perform in our jobs. So it can help Mm -hmm. marketers, um, you know, improve what have you. So I think it's just a matter of how you look at it. But I think these two, the jobs and the the rise of the machines, I think they're the, some of the biggest misconceptions. No, I mean, like, uh, thanks so much for breaking that down. And, and I believe, like, to your second point, um, um, and, and, you know, we had this discussion, I think, um, um, you know, like a few weeks back, but um, it's about, like, you know, the ability of AI to, um, you know, take away these mundane or monotonous, um, you know, this mundane or monotonous work, rather, um, from right. people, right? So, for example, data entry, right? So, so yes. let's say that the machine is able to, to take that away and so people can then, um, you know, it frees up um, a person's time or capacity to work on something that's a little bit more, um, I would say, constructive. And it's not like um, it's not like busy work, like, say, for example. Right. Right. No. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like like you said, I think it mm-hmm. it's it's really a matter of how you see artificial intelligence, because, yeah, yeah I think some of our jobs, we may have some processes that can be automated but it frees your time to do other you know to focus on other areas of your job right so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's a bit it's also like i i think perhaps uh one um point that speaks in favor of artificial intelligence is like a productivity enhancement right so yes i think that's a great way of putting it Mm -hmm. all right um the next question is going to be one of those like, okay, you know, short of stating the obvious, but, um, <laughs> you know, like the current crisis has turned the world upside down. It's disrupted yeah. industries across the global economy. I mean, everybody's hurting, um, you know, at this stage, but, um, you know, on the, from a more constructive perspective, we've, we've also seen, um, you know, some, something positive coming out of all of this, you know, in terms of the innovation. And I suppose AI is probably one of those positive as- attributes, right? So, right. Um, so with that said, um, what role do you believe um, 
AI is going to play in improving the overall performance of, say, um, B2B marketing within organizations? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. And I think that we can agree with this current pandemic. We are in this era of the new normal. So mm -hmm. certain processes, methods, the way we normally conduct business has changed. It's, yes. it's, it's a bit different to what we've been used to in the past. And I think I, I was looking into this and I think there is a school of thought that believes that with COVID-19, the adoption of AI technology and B2B marketing will actually accelerate. Right. And I think um, I, I think this is this is something worth seeing whether um, this will happen. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for businesses as a whole. Pre-COVID, during COVID, it's really important. You know, the key priority is that you want to focus on retaining clients. Yes. And, and a key area, no matter what business you are in, you want to provide that absolutely stellar customer experience. And even mm -hmm. customer service is so important. Mm -hmm. So that being said, for example, um, chatbots can come into play because it gives businesses that ability, um, a way to interact with their customers around the clock, 24 right. seven. Mm -hmm. And um, so artificial intelligence, one way is it, it can help with streamlining communications and marketers where marketers can get a better insight in predicting, again, that consumer behavior and patterns. I think another area artificial intelligence can help with is that account-based marketing, where, right. again, I mean, I, I feel like it's a bit repetitive, but AI can analyze data um, and inform marketers which accounts have that the greatest probability in purchasing a product or a service. So mm -hmm. I, I think, as mentioned before, I think during this time, Again, it's important for businesses to, they want to retain their current customer base. Of course, they want, you know, we want to obtain new customers and prospects. But I think if you can offer personalized customer experiences and content with, the, with AI and machine learning, there's nothing like it. Exactly. And I mean, um, you, you brought up some really great points and, and they also kind of are correlated to... Um, you know, the, these future trends or predictions, which we're going to talk about uh, later on. But um, I, I think uh, so, uh, one thing that you really brought up, which um, I believe is really like extremely useful for marketers is like, um, you, you know, it's in terms of like being able to analyze the data so that you identify um, commonalities or patterns um, exactly. that, will, that will enhance. Maybe predictability is not necessarily the right word, but it's, it, it will help uh, marketers to plan ahead in a more right in a more accurate manner right so yes because you have you have that information you have that data about the the target market about the consumers you see how they behave you see the, how they interact with products and services and so forth and you can see all of that um online through all this data that's collected by ai exactly you nailed it right yep. hey it's christian klepp here we'll get back to the episode in a second but first is your brand struggling to cut through the noise are you trying to find more effective ways to reach your target audience and boost sales? Are you trying to pivot your business? If so, book a call with Einblick Consulting. Our experienced consultants will work with you to help your B2B business to succeed and scale.
Go to www.ironblake.co for more information. This is a topic, I guess, um, which uh, I, I, I've been talking about with many, many marketers nowadays. And, and in yeah. fact, um, uh, dare I say salespeople too. <laughs> so there's many out there um, that believe that true success within organizations um, you know, can only be achieved if there's greater alignment between sales and marketing. So I've right. had some people on both, you know, in both camps that don't necessarily agree with that. But um, I would say that, they're, that the, the, the vast majority believes that, yes, there should be an alignment. Right. right. Um, so in your opinion, how do you think AI could play an instrumental role in making this alignment a reality and not something that people just talk about in a meeting room or in, in, in this case, a virtual meeting room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we're in agreement that we you can see that there is sometimes a bit of a misalignment between sales and marketing in general. Yeah. And it's it's a bit common. So yeah. you do see that there are organizations where sales and marketing, they act as completely separate entities, functions. Mm. And sometimes there's this lack of communication, which at the end of the day, it, it hurts the organization and the bottom line um, yeah. as a whole. So I think that when you bring artificial intelligence into the mix, I think it, there's a lot of opportunity for it to help bridge that gap between right. sales and marketing. Because after all, the end goal is, you know, you want to improve revenue, mm -hmm. that bottom line for your organization. Exactly. So I think that one of the biggest ways that AI can help in closing that gap or at least narrowing that gap mm. is that um, it can help analyze, um, I think it can help marketers and sales teams analyze and agree on qualified leads mm. and accounts from the beginning. So when you bring in, say, predictive analytics, mm -hmm. and there's various AI algorithms out there, it makes it easier for marketing and sales to really look at those leads that they have and determine where they are in the buying process. And you know, mm -hmm. in B2B marketing or B2B companies that 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 funnel is a bit longer yeah. than B2C. Yes. So with with the knowledge that they have, um, they can identify those customers that are most likely to convert. So mm. it cuts down that time and you can really target the ones that are probably have the greater chance of converting. Mm. Um and I think another area where sales and marketing can be aligned, and I can I'll touch upon this later, is that yeah. personalized messaging. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a ton of AI predictive content tools out there that can really help marketers come up with highly personalized content and messaging, and yeah. which in turn can help the sales team engage with their prospects and current customers. So. I think we, we, you know, we've touched upon this before, but AI, mm. you know, it can really help streamline the processes yeah. and hopefully it can help enhance the cooperation between the marketing and sales team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? I think you nailed it. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> um, no, you, you, um, great points, all of them. And I think you touched upon something which, uh, 
somebody else I interviewed a couple of weeks ago also mentioned. And, and in fact, it leads back to um, making uh, marketing people uh, accountable for a part of the revenue. Right. right. So they, they have their own, um, you know, KPIs that they have to answer to, um, which, which are probably going to be a bit different from like uh, the KPIs of the salespeople. But they are yeah. um, they are ways to measure results, nevertheless. Right. Right. So, uh, but, uh, you know, that being said, um, AI will probably help that process of like, you know, and, and, I, and you know, we all understand that there's certain aspects of marketing that you can't measure, not not uh, not in quantifiable terms anyway. Right. But, um, right. But but the ones that you can measure, um, perhaps AI can help support that, right? Like it, exactly. it, it acts as that support or that enablement uh, mechanism. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Great. So now we're going to take out the AI crystal ball okay. <laughs> and start talking about future trends. But before I do that, um, yeah. Um, let me let me let me just discuss these um you know these findings that I you know that I found in this article. So there was an article that was written by a company. Um, interesting name, nogood.io. <laughs> <laughs> so the article basically talks about um, how it is estimated that 60% of companies uh, will be using artificial intelligence for driving digital revenue in 2020. So I mm -hmm. imagine that this number probably has increased by now. Um, right. And it will probably also increase, uh, you know, as we go into 2021, right? But the yeah. article also goes on to highlight um, that there are some key marketing trends um, in, in terms of AI. So the trends are quite exhaustive. I've just pulled out three, okay? Mm -hmm. um, three basically that jumped out at me. So here they are. So the first one is, um, and you brought it up earlier, predictive analysis and forecasting will mm -hmm. continue to advance and develop. Um, no surprises there. It's extremely yeah. important. It's only, um, you know, it's only appropriate that that, uh, that, that area continues to um, uh improve further, right? right. Um, point number two, audience hypersegment. So what that basically mm -hmm. means is that um, with audience hypersegment, it will enable the creation of hyper-focused segmented groups based on similar data points. I mean, right. wouldn't that be interesting for uh, for marketers if they if they were able to have, um, you know, this kind of like technology at their disposal? It yeah, would, absolutely. It would save them hours of doing the analysis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and point number three, which you also touched on, is um, persona research and psychographics building. So mm -hmm. it's, and this is obviously not your average whiteboard or Google Doc based assumption, <laughs> right? Right. So, so some pretty, um, some pretty interesting um, uh, insights there. But so just from, you know, your own experience and what you've researched and talked to people in the industry about, state your top five AI predictions that you think every B2B marketer should be paying attention to and explain why? So, yeah, I, I think the, the article, um, I think it does a really good job in covering a few of the trends like predictive analytics and forecasting. Mm -hmm. So just to add on that, sure. um, I, I touched upon it. I think one trend we will, we've been seeing and we will continue to see is that personalization. And I think mm. it's an important one because as the consumers of today, their their preferences, their needs, their expectations, they're ever changing. So it's really a matter of how marketers, both B2B and B2C, can stay ahead of that curve and how they can predict future behaviors, future patterns. Right. So there's this there's this need, there's this demand for 
for marketers, for B2B marketers to deliver these, like you said, hyper-personalized marketing messages. Mm. And I think consumers, they will gravitate, will continue to gravitate towards brands that speak towards, um, you know, towards their preferences. And I think AI can help with this by boosting a company's ability to deliver that personalized consumer experience. Mm -hmm. um, moving on, I think another trend will be that lead scoring. So I touched upon it. Yeah. You know, talking about how AI, uh, how marketing and sales can um, work together. And I think that, you know, so lead scoring in a nutshell is basically when you rank a sales lead against another. Mm. And I, th I think that um, as AI technology has become more advanced, this type of lead scoring will become more predictive and more precise. So again, it'll help both the marketing. Right and sales team. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if this is a trend, but just looking at data collection as a whole, um, yeah. you know, we, we have a lot of data from different sources that we work with. And it, the question arises is, how do you make sense of what you have? How yeah. do you make sense of your historical data? So again, by using say machine learning, by using AI algorithms, it, it helps us or it will help us make sense of these patterns mm. and it'll help marketers figure out how to use this data more efficiently and to their advantage. Yes. Um, another trend is I would say is content generation. Again, mm. there's that need to deliver that hyper personalized um, content. Right. So, you know, a lot of these trends, they really overlap. So again, using data analytics or predictive analytics, sorry. Yeah. When you analyze patterns in data, B2B marketers can get a better grasp of, okay, what are the topics that are generating buzz? What What is the audience sentiment? And it can, and in turn, it can help them create that more personalized content at less of a, less time and at scale. Mm -hmm. And and the final trend that I would touch upon, and I think this is this will be interesting to see, mm -hmm. um, is that voice assistance. Um, so I think, um, you know, voice commerce as a whole is it's a rapidly growing segment. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of potential for B two B marketers to really take advantage of these voice assistants like Siri, mm. and also voice driven chatbots to again help elevate and enhance that customer experience and take it to the next level. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it, I, I, I would be curious to see where, where that takes us. Okay. So first of all, I hope that the listeners are taking notes because <laughs> <laughs> that's a lengthy list. I apologize. Well, no, 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 please, please, please. No, no apologies necessary. I mean, like, first of all, these are, these are really in, uh, incredibly interesting observations. And I, and I think the way that you broke it down um, fascinated me because um, I, I think what you were trying to do is you're trying to make sense of where each of these, um, these uh, these components fit into the overall AI ecosystem, if I'm going right. to use that description, right? And there yeah. was something else that you brought up uh, uh, earlier, which I thought was really interesting. Um, you, you know, talking about how AI can help um, sales and marketing with leads. So it's not just, of course, to qualify or pre-qualify the lead, but also to rank the lead in order of priority in terms of like, you know, 
a potential business for the organization and in terms of potential revenue as well, right? Like for the foreseeable future, you know, the, the, the different, um, I, I guess, uh, you know, you, you've got different a- attributes to measure that as well. So I thought that was, that, that was incredibly interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Next question. I love this one because um, yeah, I always get a different and a very passionate answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, just think of these buzzwords, um, conventional mm-hmm. wisdom, commonly held beliefs and you you have them in every area of expertise and right. AI is no exception. So just think of that one, if you will, Joya, think of that one belief or that commonly held belief about AI that you passionately disagree with and explain why. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when you look at artificial intelligence, you know, we can agree it's, it's a buzzword. It's, yes. we all hear it. And yeah. So I think that one of the beliefs is that, you know, some might feel that they can wave this magic wand and implement AI across the board in your organization, just like that. And it doesn't really, I I mean, people may disagree with me, but I I don't feel like it necessarily works that way. And You know, while there are a lot of benefits in implementing an AI system or a product, I think, um, you know, AI does is not necessarily the right fit for mm-hmm. everyone for every organization. And I, I actually I was reading a book um, on artificial intelligence, and I think they they described it well. They pointed out that no organization should have an AI strategy as its overall plan. Instead, they should be using AI as a tool, hmm. as a way to get to their overall plan, if that right. makes sense. That, that makes sense, yeah. So just as it, it you know, it, it may not be a right or perfect fit for everyone, mm-hmm. but if if one were to you know, take those baby steps in implementing an AI strategy, I honestly would recommend just starting small. Hmm. Identify that business goal, that objective that you want to accomplish, and then go from there. Because like implementing any new technology, there are inherent risks, right? It's, yes. There's cost, there's a learning curve. So for example, if if you are a business and you say want to improve your customer service, you might just want to start small and implement a chat bot if you don't have one. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the belief. Like I, you know, I don't want people to think that they should rush and invest all this money in AI and think that they can just improve all the processes across the board. Mm. I don't think it works like that. I think you need to start small and then go from there. You may not, you know, and see where it leads you. Or right. takes you. No, that's uh, that's such great advice, Joya. So basically, it's like you know, you um, you start small, you test, see the results, iterate, and you know, um, progressively add on, if relevant, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, start um, small. Amazing, Joya. <laughs> this has been such an excellent session. Um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Um, what's the best way for people out there to connect with you? Well, first of all, thank you again for having me. I. I really enjoyed our conversation. It was my pleasure. Um, I would say the best way to get in touch with me would be through LinkedIn. So you mm-hmm. can 
find me through my name, Joya Scarlata. Mm -hmm. And for those who are listening, I feel free to connect and I would love to keep the conversation going. And I, I always love to learn. So, you know, yeah, please connect. And I hope everyone, including you, Christian, yeah. stay safe and healthy. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, one other tip, if you're reaching out to Joy on LinkedIn, uh, don't use a bot to chat with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. I just had to throw that one in there. <laughs> um, Joya, thank you so much. This has been such an amazing session. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today and, uh, you know, um, take care as well. Be safe and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. To learn more about what we do here at Einblick, please visit our website at www.einblick.co and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thank you.